Hello and welcome to West Tigers podcast, episode number 40. Eddie Otto joined by a very special guest for the first time today, uh, West Tigers tragic and all-round sports fan, Matt Taylor. Thanks for uh, coming on at late notice, Matt. Nah, no problems, Eddie. At the uh, Doncaster Hotel, mate, your your stomping ground, your neck of the woods. Yeah, I've just recently moved to Kensington. So, um, yeah, this is my local. I haven't got here as many times as I should have, but... Um yeah, hopefully we pick that up from now on. Yeah, very quiet here on a Monday afternoon. Now, today we're going to uh, introduce you, Matt, a little bit. We're also going to be talking about the Roosters game, a 24-16 loss for the West Tigers. Probably one of our better displays for the year, but uh, no cigar in terms of getting the two points. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Maguire and the overall squad, recapping NRL Round 16, and a quick blast from the past, two West Tigers wingers who were um, part of successful West Tigers teams between 2010 and 2012, and finally just previewing State of Origin 3 on Wednesday night. Now, Matt, uh, we've known each other for a number of years, obviously cricket background. We both played for the great Randy Peets in Sydney. We did, yeah, sure did. Um, memories of cricket, mate, uh, playing at Coogee Oval, playing a little bit of first grade. It probably seems like a while ago now. Yeah, well, we both... Slightly different. I came through the Ramick side and you came through the Petersham side, so um, that was a slightly different lead-up, but the club joined together really well. Uh, yeah, Coogee Oval on Saturday was just the, you know, they're the sort of games that you miss, but um, you, don't after, miss you have to remind yourself that every second game's an away game. You got I don't want to offend any viewers, but offend listeners, but you've got Fairfield and Liverpool and... Hawkesbury and stuff. Yeah, all, all around Sydney. Uh, we played a little bit of first grade. Didn't have a whole lot of success, Matt, but we, no. we had a lot of fun, didn't we? No, we had good fun. fun. Uh, pleasure playing with some of those good players that happened to pop through our, our team. Like the Kawaja is an obvious one. Mm. He was younger than us, but we played with him a lot. And um, we were lucky to get some time with Kadich. Uh, Horitz. Nathan Horitz. This yeah. goes on, yeah. We, we weren't quite up to their level. That's why we're... Uh, far we're, from it. <laughs> far from it. But it was fun to, like... It was it sort of... It sort of helps us relate in some way to, you know, they're talking about the NRL because you, you play against the first-class players yeah. and, and you just get a feel about, you know, what level they're at compared to you. And I think that's a good thing to have for someone to commentate on, you know, professional sport, to at least have, have played against them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you're, um, we both probably stopped playing about when we were 23 or 24, or you, you might have been a bit younger, I'm not sure, but you're... Background at the moment, uh, horse racing, that's probably your, your other passion. You've been on um, some racing shows, The Punish Show and, and Racing Rant, and yep, um, that's yep. definitely, along with rugby league, probably the main sport that you... Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, rugby league was my uh, working background because I, I started working at the Rabbitohs um, in the sponsorship team. We had, uh, I think that was Bomber McRae was the coach yep. at that stage, and um, eventually we had Jason Taylor... And um, eventually, yeah, Eddie just looked at me. <laughs> the great JT was, um, what was he like? He was probably a good bloke. He was a top guy. Yeah, as, as there you, you go. Uh, got to know everyone in the office, addressed them all by name and stuff like that. Shane so, Richardson um, would have been there still. Yeah, Richo, he's, he's sort of a friend of mine to a degree these yeah. days. Yeah, Richo was there pulling the strings and, um, yeah, that was that was good times. And then when the, uh, the Bulldogs were under their sort of, reinvigoration under Todd Greenberg that was where I went to next as a sponsorship manager so I spent a couple of years out at uh, was going to be Belmore but it was Homebush at the time so to work with Greenberg as he was rebuilding yeah. the club and um, just it was cool just to, to see how two different clubs are um, 
managed would you say run separately one or the other was more professional or in terms of facilities were better or they're both fairly similar they're probably powerhouses in sydney Bulldogs similar, South. yeah souths were well and truly on the rise by mm. the time i was leaving um now they've got much better facilities and and now you know souths were battling a bit when i was there russell crowe and Holmes accord had just taken over um so that was good to see all the plans they had in place. But, yeah, the Bulldogs, when I got there, under Kevin Moore, who was, um, you know, heart and soul Bulldogs, just yeah. so, so all about club, all about, you know, they had unlimited budgets to a degree. Um, so that was way – that was really cool to see how the clubs are run completely different. Like, we were on a, suit, a shoestring at South, but um, – the Bulldogs, if you needed a new machine, a new, some sort of new weights equipment, you know, they'd just rattle the tin of one of the pokies out there yeah, and yeah. let's be able to pop that in, no problems. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Russell had to, you know, dig into his own pockets for that mm. sort of stuff. So I think yeah. that's probably the next step for, for the Tigers, isn't it? If you go to Concord Oval, it probably mm. hasn't had a, a lick of paint since about 1990 and it's difficult to attract Is that right? Players. They've just announced they've got a centre of excellence or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they've been given it. government funding yeah. and, and that's hopefully in the pipeline in the next two or three years but that's mm. that's certainly going to be part of um, hopefully mm. getting the club up to uh, where we want it to be. Now, just finally, before we talk about um, the Roosters game, you, how did you become a West Tigers fan? I assume you're probably a Balmain fan before West yeah. Tigers? Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. It's why I always tell people success is important to to bring fans because when I was a young impressionable kid just when I was starting to work everything out was the 89 grand mm. final and I, I had to make a choice whether I liked the orange team or the green team and um, I thought the tiger was a better uh, logo or Stronger mascot yeah, yeah. And, and I just stuck with them ever since and I'm sure that story gets told many times around you know places that's why you just need a successful club because kids like winners you know yeah well I'll, I'll work at a primary school and I remember I mean, I was probably only at uni back in 2005, six, seven, but just that influence of Benji Marshall, every kid wanted to be yeah. Benji Marshall in mm-hmm. the playground, and it was a whole generation of West Tigers fans. But now, working for the last eight or ten years, everyone wants to be either a South or a Roosters or a Cronulla fan. So yeah. kids very, very impressionable. And your, your favourite, have you got a favourite player in West Tigers history? Anyone stand out? Um, oh, look, 2005 was just a magical time. So just... Yeah, Benji at his peak, yeah. obviously, um, was just so good to watch. Um, you know, I, I don't know, I, I liked I liked Hojo at the time, and um, I, it's hard to say. I, I, liked, I, I liked the character that was Daniel Fitzhenry and the dramas that you used to have with him. And, but uh, no, ben, Benji was probably my, my the king. Guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, and we went to that game together, the 05 preliminary final. That's still probably the best game yeah, I've been to in St. terms George. of atmosphere yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah, we weren't we weren't supposed to win any of those games, but we were just so dynamite. Like we, the rest of the comp hadn't caught up in regards no. to moving the football. Uh, I don't know if that sort of thing will ever happen again, but um, that was well done to Tim Sheen. Yeah, sort of well, that's the thing about rugby league that I find a little bit boring now. Is most teams tend to play fairly yeah, similar. You, you're never going to see a side play that flamboyant and risk sort of taking yeah. football. You'd be so, like, if anyone hasn't. Seen it? Like, go go watch the 2005 DVD. Like, we used to put on some awesome moves down the blind side. You know what? So though, good. A lot of those tries are probably pulled up for obstruction now. <laughs> possibly, possibly. That's how the game is. But anyway, let's talk about this uh, game on Friday night at Bankwest Stadium. I was out there. Roosters 24, West Tigers 16. Matt, it was probably one of our better displays um, of the season, despite not getting the two points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was out, we were both at the game the week before against South and 
I was expecting greasy conditions, but um, well, the ground manager said he cut the grass a bit shorter. And I don't know if the conditions were much better, but it looked at, well, we certainly played heaps better. Yeah, I think um, Trent Robinson mentioned it in his press conference after the game. He said the Tigers came with a, a game plan that surprised them a bit where they, they shifted the football a lot early in the sets. Mm-hmm. And I think up until about five minutes ago, we were completing it over 90%. So yeah, okay. um, that was, I, I think, it was in our top two or three performances of the year. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there were, I thought, two massive turning points. There was one just before half time when I think Corey Thompson went through. Mm-hmm. What he maybe could have dummied and gave past to Robert Jennings, who yeah. was... Um, a little bit behind the play, um, and then obviously the Robbie Farrah kick in the second half. Your, your thoughts on that? He kicked on the third, wasn't yeah. the best chase. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, g- going back to the, the Corey Thompson, yeah, in those conditions, with, with time and space, he, he should have stepped off his left mm. and gone under the sticks, I think. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Robbie Farrah, some fans love him, some hate him. Oh, I'm sort of a bit, a bit off him. But um, anyway, yeah. I get worried when Robbie Farah has time and space. Do you think he takes selfish options or he just has yeah, brain Yeah, no, he just, just like when he has time and space, he feels like he needs to do something. And that was one of those occasions where, look, he rolled the, he rolled the dice and it had to be a perfect kick and he just missed it and the, the kick chase was obviously not well, there. Well, that's, that's so. the thing about it. I, I was going to say, like, if that was Cameron Smith, probably you would have the centre and the winger on the same page and they would have been yeah, down there chasing. That's Whereas the point, yeah. With I mean, the Tigers... Cheekan went down yeah, one out, basically. Cheek, didn't cheek, know about it. And, and you missed a tackle and then in that ensuing set, they score an 80-metre try. So I just mm. thought... The timing of it, they were um, on the back foot, the Roosters then. I think we'd scored back-to-back tries and they were tiring a little bit. And to kick on the third, you either had to nail yeah. them in their 10 yeah. or um, yeah, you know, make he, that tackle. Massive gamble. To be fair, Robbie, he hasn't done as much of that stuff as he used to. Like this season, I could probably count them on one, one hand as opposed to two. You previously. do count them, usually. I do count them and I always text Eddie straight away. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, that, that was a real turning point. But um, I will. Yeah, the Roosters, I mean, that, that's probably the difference in the squads, isn't it? They yeah. sort of played in fits and starts. Luttrell, he probably only showed up for 20 minutes, but that was the difference. We don't we don't have a player of that calibre. No, no, we're, we're battlers. Like, you know, I think someone said, might have been you, that we only one or two of our players would fit into their, their team. I think... Oh, uh, ironically. Ryan Madison has actually left them, so... <laughs> that's, well, uh, it's yeah. interesting they let him go because he's been fabulous. Oh, how good! Like finally, the Tigers signed a young a guy on the on the way up, and we haven't signed many of those guys that have been dismal failures. But um, yeah, I, we seem to tend to the experienced safe options, like you know, nine times out of ten. And where where's it gotten us in the past? Nah, well, journey. Well, I think the days of getting journeymen and has been it's got to end because um, yeah. I, I was saying to my mate out there, I said, look, we should be probably going through the Roosters bench now and looking at. Mm. guys that we couldn't recruit because Ryan Madison couldn't get in their starting team um, yeah. last year. And... Well, a, yeah, a couple of those those guys are probably on our radar. Like, yeah. Going back to... Um, a couple of those forwards. Yeah, going back to the uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, before we got Mbai, we were after their young fullback. Um, Nick Meaney. Nick Meaney. And, um, Would have been a better signing, I reckon. Well, yeah, we, we, sort of, we sort of had a good sort of leg up into that conversation and it was all Meaney, it was all Meaney, and then all of a sudden... Um, word got around that Mbai was um, available and the club just chopped the signed up Mbai and I was just like panic things that I've you and I have been seeing for the last you know 12 years 13 years since um, 2005 it's 
yeah, unless he's a gun and we're ready to launch a, a premiership campaign, what's the point of spending? Yeah, apparently nine hundred thousand. Yeah, guys like well, this. I mean, just, uh, we, me and Joel have talked about it at length. The fact that we've got a, a short-term roster, there, yeah. there's just not a lot of excitement there, is there? No, I mean, if you're going to build a premiership team, you, 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 like realistically, the Tigers can't win a premiership this year. We can't win a premiership next year. And we probably can't win a premiership after that. So why spend a million dollars right now to, to try and just yeah, just to run battle for ninth, tenth, and eleventh? Why don't we set long term goals? Yeah. But well, I think we've got a, the coach who can do that. Once again, we're hoping that things are different under match. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, the stats out of the game. We won't bore you with all the stats, but it was interesting because we actually won most of the stats. We had more possession. We actually made more line breaks, which the Roosters was encouraging. Uh, less ineffective tackles. We won the penalty count. Um, so I guess that goes to our point that we actually was one of our better games of the year, but the, yeah. just the touches of class of Kiri and Latrell Mitchell and, and Daniel Tupor and these guys got them over the line. But in terms of individual performances on the night, did you have a, a standout? I thought, you know, Corey Thompson at the back, despite he made one error, he, he ran for over 200 metres. Yeah, no, Thompson was good. Um, Marshall had some, some okay touches. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, a, I think it was a fairly good team performance, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah, Thompson was good in for most parts. Would you say... Going into 2019, would you be looking to play him at fullback or Mbai, or would you be looking to try and recruit a fullback? Oh. Difficult yeah. to work out, isn't it? It's difficult to work out, but if we had a good fullback, yeah, we we could find a good fullback and the right money. You know, we could, you know, we could plan. It just depends where where the plan is. Like, yeah, well, it's difficult when you've got your captain on, you know, maybe 900 grand. Can yeah. you play him in the centres? I mean, that's no value for money at all, is it? You've sort of either got to put him at fullback or you've got to try yeah. and trade oh, him. Somewhere. I think Embiid is a better fullback than Corey Thompson. So, Overall. Yeah, so um, yeah. in my opinion, that's yeah. where he should be. Um, yeah, Ben, you mentioned Benji Marshall, a couple of vintage try assists, mm. uh, especially that, that no-look sort of cutout pass where yeah, that, that, that was, was flashbacks awesome. from years ago. Oh, I think he's playing really good footy, Benji. I know he's 34, nearly 35, but... Um, yeah. I actually thought last year I thought he should probably pull the pin, but I've almost changed my mind because, um, you know, Josh Reynolds, can we go into next year relying on Josh Reynolds? Um, Benji's only going to cost a couple hundred grand. Do you think he should play on or give it away? Um, oh, I think he can play a role. Mm. I, I don't think when you look at our our team and what's wrong with it, Marshall and, and Brooks is not the problem. No, it's, so, a, it's a lack of speed out yeah, wide, isn't it? And no, no, they, they, they do a job. Like, it's just... It's about a balanced squad, and those two players together, they play pretty well with each other now. Marshall's worked out Brooks and vice versa, yeah. um, and even Farrah's sort of playing the role. But obviously, moving forward, um, the youngster, Little, will probably play that role. But yeah. um, no, between those, the spine area with Little coming in next year, I've got no issue with Benji running around again for the right cash. Yeah, well, there's been talk just in the last few days that they sort of open discussions, and obviously mm-hmm. Madge is... I think, his shoulders, I think his shoulders, defensively, he's getting a little bit... That's a good point. Like, it's the last, I don't know, three or four weeks, he's been falling off things. He missed They've a been couple targeting. of easy, easy tackles against Souths. Um, his shoulder looked like it subluxed on the weekend. He was holding it or whatever okay. it was. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's holding his shoulder for a bit after a tackle. So, so that's Benji. Like He's you know, two or three or four shoulder reconstructions. He just needs a bit of help, and he will miss tackles. But well, as long as we can have a team around him that... Yeah. With it, no well, problem. I mean, if we had, for instance, you know, James Tedesco in this team this year, we're probably sitting in fourth or fifth spot. Yeah, this is just a difference, isn't it? A little oh. bit of speed, and I shouldn't. Sorry, I'm depressing you, but makes me sick. Like, yeah. you lose a guy like that. 
for less Change money, your apparently, just because he just had no faith, as he shouldn't have. Had yeah. no faith in us, you know. Yeah. It's just sad, but we've produced some good players. Oh, very good players. I think about them over the, uh, the competition. Yeah. So it's sort of dried up the last year or two. That's a frustrating thing because yeah, I think those local juniors that we need at the moment because we can't recruit marquee players. The other few guys, I thought Paul Momorowski was solid. I know he lacked speed, but I thought he yeah, had a decent game. Wrist, yep. He yeah. was up against his old club. Yeah, the first time we sort of had a good look at him, I thought, you know, sort of, were you starting, wasn't he? Or yeah, he started in yeah, the centres. Yeah, yeah. No, Look, he was okay, but you know you can't expect these guys to be sensational from day day dot. I know from my from the old cricket days, it took me a while to work out. Once you go up a grade, you know step up. So I, I never expect these guys to be stars from day one. But yeah. um, he showed a bit of class in certain areas, so yep. we, we can build build around him. Uh, of the forwards, a couple of starting forwards had quieter games. I think that was to do with the fact that we were spinning the ball early in the tackle count, which was a, a tactic. So McKayley actually, I think it might have been his first game he started, and, and Twile ran for less than 80 metres. But I thought Josh Alloway and Eisenhuth, they've been two informed yeah. forwards, and, and Alloway's re-signed during the week. I think he's got a bit of upside to him. Yeah, yeah, he's the sort of guy that, that can fit into a premiership squad. You know, like he'd look brilliant in, at a Melbourne or, Off a a bench roost, or, or a Roosters or something like that. So I've got... No problems with Alloway. He, he looks good. And, yeah, guys like Twile and um, Michaela, you just want them to, to take – and Eisenhoof just to keep improving. Yeah. Well, uh, well we had these guys like Simon Dwyer and these young forwards who they sort of improve. And then obviously Dwyer, Dwyer, obviously the, in, the shocking injury. But, yeah, um, yeah we've, all these players seem to flatline. So uh, hopefully we've got a coach that can imp- keep improving. Yeah, I think, I think that's the key. Um, let's talk a little bit about the coach. Is I think it's probably – you know, a lot of Tigers fans at the moment sick of changing coaches. Like we got the right guy there. It's probably just a matter of giving him time to, to get his own roster. Yeah, well, actually, so, yeah, Madge did come in when I was at South, so I did have a bit of time with Madge. Yeah, um, yeah, super, super intense, but um, all in, isn't he? He's all in. I, I just hope that he um, doesn't he has, burn out. Well, I just hope that he has the year of the board. Like, I, I just don't know what's been happening at our club. Like. You know, Ivan Cleary was was also fairly intense, and you know we thought we could have faith faith in Ivan. But um, as long as the board completely backs Madge, and if Madge wants to get rid of a West player or you know not too many of those left, like a, a Bowman player, yeah, like yeah. a legend or whatever, we need to just get rid of those guys. I, I just hope that we Madge is rock solid, and the club just does whatever Madge wants because there's no one from what I've seen over the last ten years on the board. That you know, steering the club from a football direction yeah. in the right well, way. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he wants a. I don't know if he's the sort of guy that'll want. They've just recently let go uh, Kelly Egan, who was their sort yeah. of football operations. I don't know if Madge will want someone like a. You know, for instance, a Tim Sheen sort of sitting yep. above him, or whether he wants to be hands on. He looks mm. like he sort of wants a guy who wants control. Yeah, yeah. Well, they normally bring in their own man that they're yeah. comfortable with. But um, yeah, he's. I think from what I. So I imagine that he talks about, you know, he, he works you know, 100 hour weeks, probably more. So um, he probably just needs an admin guy to just do what he yeah, says. let him coach. Yeah, let him coach, let him pick the squad. Um, yeah, because as Tigers fans, we've just, we just haven't been that club that gets the, the new guy on the rise. Or we never seem to come up with that guy on, you know, oh, that's a great deal. We're always, you know, well, we paid extra for that bloke yeah. and we sort of had to, but... Um, uh, Madge is the right guy as long as he's got you know full backing and um, yeah yeah for it. Um, and the, the squad as a whole we've mentioned it I'm just going to mention some names here do you think they've got any future at the Tigers in terms of 
turning things around, Josh Reynolds, or is his body giving no, up on him? Completely cast. Gone. Yeah. Russell Packer? Uh, promised a lot early, but it's just completely disappeared. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> ben Madalino, I mean, he hasn't been awful, but on the money he's on, he's been underwhelming, I'd say. Yeah. Um, you say underwhelming. I think that's a nice way okay. to put it. Elijah Taylor, I, I admire him because he tries hard every oh. week. I, I think he'd look good in a in a pack which had a, a dominant leader like a Sam Burgess or something, yeah. but in a pack of workers, it sort of doesn't work, does it? No, no, he he's got a bit of class, but he's just like you know, if he has one of those sort of half decent bumps, he seems to get knocked out these days, and he must be a bit rattled confidence wise. And um, I mean, he seems to keep putting his bloody his body on the line for us, which is great. But um, he had one bad bump and he's concussed. Yeah, so I feel something's not right there. So little, little bit like Liam Fulton the last year or two, where. um, yeah, you know, Liam was a really tough player, but you could tell the last year or two he was affected by all those head knocks. And um, mentioned Benji, Robbie, I, I think he'll give it away. I think it's probably time now. Liddell's starting to show some glimpses this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, we keep hearing Liddell has been interrupted off seasons and stuff, but it seems like he's um, yeah, they took his time. They took their time with him getting him back into first grade this year. And uh, yeah, a few glimpses of um, everything that we heard. We heard he's a he's a ex he's a what, kangaroo junior, isn't he? Yeah, we've yeah, heard all these sort of things. He's got good speed. He showed us on the weekend. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Madge waited, I think, fifty-five minutes to bring yeah. him on because against South, he sort of brought him on at twenty-five minute mark. Yeah, left him on to the middle of the second half, then bring Robbie back. I think that's probably a better mix. But I reckon that could that could change. I reckon the last eight or nine weeks. Uh, last question about West Tigers, Matt. If you were Justin Pascoe, what what would you do with the home ground situation? You've been out to Bank West. Would you keep it as is for now? Um, doesn't really feel like home, but it is a, a world class stadium. Look, it's a it's a funny one because it it's it's all about I don't really I don't know what the players want and where they, what they're thinking. Uh, you sort of need the the club captain and guys you know who are going to be the future of the club to make that call. Um, and it's also a financial thing. I, I know being at South, mm-hmm. we got the deal that South have at ANZ Stadium compared to the SFS is was just chalk and cheese. Yep. So um, Richardson. He just had to take that. ANZ Stadium guaranteed uh, deal was you know, so much better than AN, uh, SFS. So it's the same thing. I, I don't know what each club is being offered, but um, I, don't, mate, I, I don't know. I'm sure I, I have no issue. If, if the boys are happy to play at Campbelltown, I, I have no issue with that being based as our home, home ground. It sounds like there's some sort of there's issues with Leica. I mean, I love Leica. I'm sure the boys would want to play there, but it's just if, you know, if we need the cash, we need the cash. I, I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I can't really comment. But I don't know. We've got Leichardt and um, Campbelltown. I, they would be my first preferences to play most yeah, of Yeah, I games. think it'd be great, obviously, if we had a, a stadium, you know, like Leichhardt or Campbelltown, which was a little bit more modern, maybe yeah. a little bit bigger. Joel's always um, going on about maybe upgrading Campbelltown. There's a, a soccer A-League team coming in in Campbelltown, which would be interesting to follow because yeah. if they take off, maybe... But the club never has really felt like it's sort of fully committed to... They, yeah, people... A few people high up and they have issues with Leichhardt. Like, I don't know, people... I suppose it's yeah. Oh, it's, some people are like. But it's like the one ground in Australia. I love it in the NRL that you know. Even as a corporate, or I've been in a corporate team. You know, you're selling it as okay. You're in a corporate box. It's not hasn't got the bells and whistles of some other um, places, but um, it's got atmosphere. Yeah, and people will, will your, your clients will want to go to Leichhardt. Yeah. So that's the fine line, isn't it? Because I mean, if you look 
through West Tigers history, they've actually got about a 55% winning ratio at Leichhardt. And if you played 12 games there over the course yeah. of the year, you might have had a few more semi-final yeah. appearances. But on the flip side, if you're getting nine or 10,000 there and the club's losing money, you're not able to maybe recruit a Sam Burgess or something that South would have been able to do courtesy of you know moving to ANZ. Yeah, and it's just a decision that you... Fans can make all sorts of calls, but without seeing what the books look like at the Tigers, if, if it's just like you know the difference of a hundred thousand dollars per game, which it could be about playing at Bankwest compared to Leichhardt, well then, you know I've got to shut my mouth, and Leichhardt's not a viable option. Yeah. But you know if it's not a money monetary issue. They've got no issue with Leichhardt and um, Campbelltown. Yep, fair enough. Uh, let's talk about NRL Round 16. It was a bit of a bludge of a round. There's only four games. Storm yeah. beat the Dragons 16-14 on Thursday night. Melbourne, uh, they just keep doing it. They're three games clear at the top of the table again. Yeah, yeah, again. Um, yeah, look, it's just you know, a couple of these clubs are going backwards and it's just making the better clubs sort of kick clear. More. The last couple of years have been a great example of that. And... Um, yeah, so they're just doing their thing. Doing their thing. Warriors 24, Knights 20. I saw a little bit of this game. It was typical Warriors sort of game, a bit of rocks and diamonds. They usually win it, lose it at the end, but they found a way to win this game. But yeah. probably more credit to Newcastle without Pierce and Clemmer. Went close to winning. Yeah, yeah. A few howlers from the bunker in that game too. It was Standard. Un- unbelievable. They sort of had a good start at the bunker, but the last few weeks it's starting to unravel, I think. There's, um, yeah. Uh, get some new people in ra- there, Round one, they were just quick on the button. Everyone was loving them and... Um, I don't know, whoever made that call about the uh, the winger putting the ball down. Was just, was the general? Just, Might have been the general. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was the general. He's an old, old mate of mine. Jared Maxwell? He's been in there most of the year. Oh. Every time I go up, it's... Just like, they just completely... I don't know. If, if The only people that get things is wrong with them are the weather guys, so... Well, you, Bunker, would you, do you think it should be in the game as much as it is? The bunker's good. It's just... The right Shouldn't people make in errors. there. Yeah. It's the people making the error. Yeah, it's true. And the guys that just can't handle pressure. Mm. So they need to test these guys on pressure. Yeah. Broncos 24, Sharks 20. I can't believe this result. I saw the Broncos back line. I barely recognised any mm. names. A lot of rookies. Uh, Sharks should have won this game. Sean Johnson benched. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. And... Um, but Tigers fans, we, we know they're getting beaten by the Ray Baby Broncos is all about. Yeah, back in 2002, I was at that game at Cameltown, and yeah. um, that was actually Craig Bellamy's, uh, he was filling in for Wayne That's Bennett, right. his um, breakthrough he game as a coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking at the ladder, we're in our favourite spot at the moment, in ninth spot. Yeah, uh, right. Equal with the Sharks, who lost their last two, surprisingly, so it's still all there to play for, but yeah. could you see any of that top eight at the moment changing? I still think Parramatta are vulnerable, because I'm not... I don't think they're a particularly strong team, and yeah. maybe Cronulla are vulnerable. Top six looks fairly set to me. Yeah, well, that was bad signs for the Sharks losing that game. Um, they'll need to bounce back quick, but um, yeah, I don't know. As you say, the Eels. The, Eels, the yeah. team you could jump, especially given we play them this week, it's a huge game. If we lose that, we're probably done, I'd say. Yeah, look, it'd be fun to see us in the top eight, but, um, you know. I always say to you, what's the point? Because we're just going to get hammered in the first round of the finals I'd, or the after second. After eight years in eight finals, I'd take one finals game, <laughs> even was, if we did get hammered. It would be fun, yeah. But um, a little bit of death riding Moses um, from the Eels there. But um, yeah, yeah but we all know what to expect from the Eels. Well, hopefully it's not like the first time we played them this year. But uh, let's, yeah. let's do a little blast from the past. Joel and I have done this a few times before. This time we're going to be looking at two West Tigers wingers that both played a, a similar... Time frame. Uh, talking about Lottie Takiri 
and Bo Ryan. Matt, let's start with Lottie. He was yep. probably our, our biggest name signing, maybe in the club's history, given at the time he was playing um, yeah. high-level rugby union. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it was good to have a big, strong winger on the end of some of our scintillating backline yeah. movements. So that, at that time, we were playing some awesome footy. And, um, you know, it was just like some, some tries he scored in the corner, the SFS sort of come to mind. Um, yeah, no, he, he was a, a class player and um, we picked him up. You know, we got enough. We got a bit out of him, didn't we? It's a shame that the injury yeah. sort of cruel yeah. his last couple of years. 2010, yeah. he was flying. I think, yeah. I think 2011, he might have come back for the finals. And um, mm. but his last two years, I thought he was gone. But then South pick him up on the cheap and goes on to win a premiership in um, 2014 with South. So, but I don't have anything but good things to say about him. He seemed like, yeah. even though he was a superstar, he seemed like he sort of fit in and everyone liked him. And yep, absolutely. No, he was. Uh, he did a good job for us. And Bo Ryan, he was, became a bit of a cult figure. He was a, yeah. a bit of a polarising uh, player in terms of his, he wasn't the most naturally talented players, but he ended up playing over 100 first-grade games. And for me, you know, whilst he wasn't a superstar, he was a pretty wholehearted uh, winger. I, yeah. I thought I thought he was a decent first-grader. Yeah, and um, it, it came over a bit of time. It took him time to, to become a good first-grader, didn't it? But by the end of his career... He was actually a really good winger. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the start, he was a bit of a joke, and you know, everyone knew he was. He, used, he was just starting to get a little bit of stints on Channel yeah. Nine. He was just the funny guy that was the winger for the Tigers, and then he actually became a yeah. half decent winger. Well, you almost put that pressure on yourself, don't you? If you're going to be taking a piss out of guys who are five yeah. times better players, it's sort of um, yeah. he really stepped up. No, those absolutely. Last couple of years. Like he, he, yeah, he just improved a lot, and he was he did a good job for us. So he's similar to Fitzhenry. Like, he ended up getting his, his um, ability sorted at the end there. But uh, no, Bo was just honest for us. And, um, yeah, he did some good things in the end. Yeah. I, I remember him fondly. That's yeah. why I don't, I don't love his work on Channel 9. No, but, um, I think he was a bit of a, you know, uh, easy for us to say, but I think he's a bit of a one-trick pony with his humour. I found it funny for a year or two, and then yeah. I sort of found like then, he didn't move uh, on. Yeah, Still interviewing people on the street. And, and then you know. Fox, uh, Fox gets an NRL channel, and you realise that, it's actually, yeah, uh, length's better. Yeah, exactly right. But yeah. um, that's, that's Channel Nine uh, coverage of the NRL, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Do you still get to watch Channel Nine? I mean, I watched it once the other day, and I found it. Um, it was a Cowboys game. For some reason, it was on Nine at the pub, and um, yeah, I found Phil Gould. I know you like Phil Gould, but I found him and Ray Warren bickering unbearable on yeah. Channel Nine. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a Fox a Fox Sports man now. It's when you the Origin was on, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, that's when you start to realize how old school the commentary is and stuff like that but um i, I like gas but i think um i do think ray's sort of on the at the end of his tether mm. even that try that uh Cheekham scored a couple of weeks ago like he didn't even he wasn't that excited he was just like Cheekham. He scores it, and he was a bit. I was like, that was like the tiger. When was the last yeah. time the tigers scored a try, and, a try yeah. at the end of the game to win the match? Well, I know they got um, they got Matt Thompson in there. He would have been excited. He's got a, a voice for um, a last minute try. Yeah. But um, no, I'm not a fan of the Channel Nine. I love Joey. I can cop. I like. I think Gus has right the right insight. Yeah, he's always obviously got his own uh, bias mm. within. Uh, but you know, that's at least he's in the game, so we've got you know things going on. Yeah. I can't cop the rest of them. Yeah, no. I, I think did find that was extremely funny. That uh, I think it was an accidental comment from Fatty when he said to Joey <laughs> the other week. Was I don't an, think it was accidental. I think an, he knew exactly what he's doing. Set, set up. Yeah, possibly one of the funniest things I've ever heard. 
Well, that's in Channel 9 commentary. Just the way it was done, it was yeah. like, you know, they didn't, they didn't go over the top. I thought it was a sort of... more of that. You know, Absolutely. A little bit, a little bit of uh, humour. It seems like everything these days is very PC. And I actually been watching um, the Matty Johns podcast, which I think is outstanding, which is sort of like stuff yeah. you sort of can half say on air, but some things you yeah. can't. And it's sort of just like... A, Find it more entertaining than watching players. Yep. Just play. I saw the Sam Burgess one, and you see guys actually yeah. have a real personality. Whereas yeah. if you're watching NRL 360 Maddie and a player yep. interviewed, they're yep. just going through the same answers. Yeah. You know, like, no, that was good. I think the first podcast, Maddie cracked crack open a beer and Finch just yeah. started pulling beers out of them. They were just talking, you know, blokes chatting, and that's what people love these days. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, no, that's uh, that's really good. I just can't. Can't cop that speed, Brenton Speed character. He's just a, he's too much of a utility. Like you turn he's on, doing the, the AFL, and soccer, turn, yeah. You get the soccer, the AFL. He seemed to call a few Tigers games, but I, I get a bit disappointed. I love Warren uh, Smith. I think he's a Tigers. He man. is an old Tigers man. Yeah. He was actually at the uh, <laughs> the uh, Balmain Lease Club in two thousand five when we yeah. won the grand final. He was there after the game. People were shouting um, in beers, but uh, yeah, man. he hasn't been back there for a, a premiership since, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, Bo Ryan or Lottie, if you had to have one player. On the wing, who would it be, Lottie? Oh, look, yeah, Lottie, but um, Bo probably did more for the West Tigers. Yeah, L- Lottie in this day and age, but um, I'm more of a Bo man myself. Fair enough. I'll, I'll go Lottie, but I think um, full credit to Bo. I think he made the most of his ability. Mm-hmm. Finally, today, just Origin three Wednesday night, huge game, the decider. Mm. I've been a little bit underwhelmed with sort of the whole NRL and Origin this year, but always exciting to have an ex- a decider yep. and um, a bit more. Uh, juice in it now with Mitchell Pierce back in the side. Yeah, uh, hopefully it's the new and improved Mitchell Pierce. I sort of, I'm believing that it is. I don't think he's played this sort of type of football before. And you'll never get a better opportunity against yeah. a Queensland side that looks pretty well, average. Dollar, on well, betting has us very firm mm. favourites. I don't think. Does that worry you? Been, oh yeah, but um, you know, it's a good sign. Like really, like it just it says we've we've got everything. We just need to do it. Yeah, um, it's a great platform for Pierce to come in and just do what he's been doing against the Knights. I think someone said the other day that he's just thinking a lot slower, but quicker, but doing it slower. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he was just too rushed before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's a new, improved Mitch Pierce, and um, um, we can. He doesn't have to do too much. We've got a pretty. We only just got a better squad, so just use them properly. You know. Yeah, I mean, you look at that that forward pack. I think it's better than Queensland. Then you got yep. Cook, Tedesco, Maloney alongside oh. Pierce. It's a fairly formidable side. Plays, just, it's just there's yeah. plenty of X factor there. I think the only thing that you know, them a little bit of rain around and greasy surface. Queensland have won the last seven deciders, and they won't be worse than they were in Perth. They were shocking in Perth, so they're, yeah. they're going to hit back. But I, I think surely it's New South Wales is to lose. Yep, so. yep. I think we threw away game one. Yeah. As well, so um, yeah, best best position we've been in. For a long time, so hopefully the boys can come through. Cool, and um, I'm going to be back later in the week previewing the game against the Eels. It's on this Sunday at four o'clock at Bankwest Stadium. Probably get a, a close to a sellout crowd there. It'd probably be True. two to one okay. Parramatta fans, I reckon, given they're on a bit of a roll at the moment. Even though it's our home game, but um, think we can win that game, or who knows? I suppose. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's always hilarious. I've stopped tipping comps and betting on football because it's just like, you know, you don't know which, which team's going to turn up. But that's the same. Para fans are probably thinking similar. Um, I, you know, all all's fair. We should probably get beaten by Parramatta, but um, you just don't know what which of each team's going to turn up. Yeah, I mean, Parramatta have been... I think there'd be heaps of confidence in our camp after the Roosters game. Fair. But I just don't know what they do with that. 
That's the question, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. So it's putting back to... If you if you said to me we're going to play like that against Parramatta, I'd be very confident that we knock oh, them off. We beat them. Yeah. We beat them for sure. But anyway, that's uh, that's all we got time for today on the West Tigers podcast. Thanks for popping in, Matt. I might have to get you on again sometime, mate, before Joel gets back or if Joel's ever <laughs> sick or out of business. Oh, yeah, I hope I, hope I contributed in some way and the listeners enjoyed it. Cool. And you can uh, check Matt out. It's at Dream Team Matt on Twitter. He's got a fair following on there and he's always <laughs> ranting a little bit about either jockeys or... Or Robbie Farrer. No, I don't rant too much about jockeys, but no, uh, horse racing and, and Robbie Farrer. No, not really. Horse <laughs> racing and footy is the majority. But uh, if what do you, you want call to... um, you call racing the great game? What do you call rugby league? Uh, the, the hashtag GGOA, the greatest game of all. Greatest game of all. It is the greatest game of all. It is. There you go. That's a good note to end on. Thanks for listening, guys.